We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's Bill and Morgan from the Q Morning Show. Thank you so much for checking out the Q Morning Show On Demand. This is our full show podcast. It's everything we did on the show this morning, except there's no music, there's no interruptions, it's just us. Thank you for listening. It all starts right now. Broadcasting from the Halley Building in downtown Cleveland, it's the Q Morning Show on Q104. Just a reminder that spring is less than a week away. Oh, it doesn't feel like it, does it? As my family's boarding their flight to Florida as we speak. Yeah, you'll be there soon enough. <laughs> yes. Woo, it was rough out there this morning. Uh, yeah, it really was. I'll tell you why coming up. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill Ryan. So the roads are a little slick this morning. Oh, they're bad. I can testify to that what firsthand happened? on what happened to me uh, this morning. So in my car, obviously, right? I jump on 90, uh, and I'm only on 90 for like maybe 10 seconds at the point. Like yeah. I just got on, on 90. And there is a pickup truck that's on my left, mm-hmm. and he speeds by me. And all of a sudden, he loses control. Oh, no. And he goes into a spin, so he's in the middle lane. He's Yikes. in my lane. He's back in the middle lane. He's in the far left lane. And then does a complete 360, like right in front of me. Oh, my gosh. That's scary. And he spins out into the snow-covered grass on the right side. Now, What did you do? Did you slam on your brakes? I instinctively slammed on my brakes, and I go into a slide. Oh, no! Which is one of the worst feelings in the world. It's the most helpless feeling that you could possibly have. And so, yeah, so I... I slide to the to the left, so all of a sudden my car is facing to the left, uh-huh. and I'm sliding, and it, and it goes through my head, like right at that moment, it's, well, this is it. No! <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm going to die, but, but I think I'm going to hit the guy. Yeah. And uh, I slide right off of uh, 90, right also right into the snow-covered grass. Oh, my gosh. Right beside him. So I stopped before I hit him. Did you speak to him at all? Yes. Oh, gosh. What did you say? Well, he was already out of his pickup truck. And he's like, are you all right? And I said, yeah, are you okay? He's like, yeah. 
<laughs> I must have just hit a slick spot. Yeah, you must have. And I'm like, yeah, it appears that you did. Can I just say, and I don't want to like victim shame. What? But I, I mean, I was driving in this morning and you can see the ice on the roads. And mm-hmm. why are people on my on my butt flying past me like Calm the frick down. It's yeah. slick outside. Why do you have to drive like an idiot? Yeah, I'm not. I think it's deceptively slippery outside because yeah. we had that snow yesterday afternoon. And, you know, it, and it's also one of those things where I could have put my car in the garage and everything. And I never did that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm scraping uh, my windshield this morning. But obviously that snow, some of that snow turned to ice right. overnight. Uh, but the the. Surface streets, the the side streets seem fine, uh, but yeah, it's it's obviously slick in in a lot of places this morning. Well, I'm glad and, that you're okay. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here too. <laughs> Are you? Because it would throw my whole day off. Surely, yeah. you know, it's the adrenaline rush that you get like, right. right there. It's like I just felt I felt like I got off a Cedar Point ride. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I I'm like, what do I do now? It's like, well, I. I guess I just reverse my car and I, I get go back, on, go on get my merry on way. Horse. You know what I'm mad about is that I didn't take any pictures. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, thinking? I was driving in. I'm like, you know, those would have been nice pictures for the for the Q Morning Show Instagram <laughs> this morning to see my car in the memories inverted <laughs> on the grass on the side of 90 this morning. Look, I'm not mad that you didn't take any pictures of your near car accident this morning. I can I can understand why there were other things on your mind. I think the guy in the pickup truck would have posed for a selfie. Do you? I think he would have. <laughs> Maybe he's listening right now. Who knows? Unbelievable. We did not slam into each other. Uh, well, it's I'm glad that you're all right. Really, really lucky. So uh, let me be a lesson to everybody. Go a little slower this yeah, morning. be careful. It's deceptively slippery out there. I love radio because it plays all my favorite songs and it wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> Q Morning Show. Q104 plays the hits always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. It's Bill Ryan along with Morgan, who's apparently keeping secrets from her fiance, David. Right now, what what are you doing? I hope he's not awake right now because, you know, like you said, I have not told him this yet. I hope it's a good secret, like a surprise no. secret. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, do you remember the AirPod debacle? Do you remember the AirPod debacle? If I remember correctly, you wanted AirPods for your birthday Mm -hmm. and David got you AirPods for your birthday, but he got him or he got you his used iPods. Yes. Because he was afraid to buy you new iPods for no. some reason. Well, no, he, he wanted he wanted the new iPods. So he bought himself uh, new uh, AirPods. AirPods. I'm yes. saying iPods. iPods. Hey, We're not using iPods anymore. It's 2002. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you get that new thing? It's called the iPod. You can put yeah, music. Yeah, nano. <laughs> you can put music in it. It's great. No, uh, Air, I'm sorry, AirPods. Yes. Um, yeah, so he bought himself the new AirPods, and he gave you his uh, recycled AirPods yeah. for, a, for a gift. Yeah, he gave me the hand-me-down AirPods, and I guess now I have to say that he was right in that decision because the secret that I'm keeping for David that I have two days to figure out is I lost the AirPods. 
You lost both of them? I don't know where they are. Just one or both? No, I can't find either of the <laughs> AirPods. And it very easily is the most expensive thing that I've ever lost. But, you know, we're going to Florida in uh-huh. two days. I got to find these AirPods because I got to watch some TV on the airplane. And I I was digging around last night, couldn't find them. And I was like, I don't want to come out and tell them, hey, by the way, I lost your AirPods. You know, they're technically mine anyway. So, I mean, I guess, should he really care? But He just, should care because he's going to be proven right. I know, and I don't want to prove him right. This is why you can't be trusted with the new AirPods. This is why you had to have hand-me-down AirPods. I know, and I'm just retracing my steps because the last time I had the AirPods was in... Well, it wasn't in South Africa. It was on the plane home from South Africa because, you know, we had three flights to come home. One was 15 hours. We were watching White Lotus for 10 out of the 15 hours. So I know Mm -hmm. that I had them and I know that they're in my apartment somewhere. I just don't know where they are. Well, say a prayer. Say a prayer to St. Anthony, as my mom would say. (laughs) So that's what my mom always said when I lost something. Just pray to St. Anthony and you'll find them. So. Try that. I only have two days to find them, yeah, too. You're going to be busted on that plane. <laughs> he's going to know. And he, no, I don't want any watch any TV. I'm just going to take a nap the entire way down to Florida. Yeah. He's going to be like, what? <laughs> Suspicious. Real life. Real Cleveland. The Q Morning Show. Makes me feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. We are the Q Morning Show. Thank you for being here. It's Morgan and Bill Ryan. Someone texted in at 216-474-0104, our new number. Uh, they say, Morgan, you better get some of those knockoff AirPods from Walgreens. <laughs> he'll be able to tell. Even if they don't work, at least they'll be a prop. <laughs> yeah. You'll just have them in your ears and you'll just pretend that like you're watching yeah, TV and diversion. listening. Yeah. And then you'll buy yourself some extra time uh, and he'll never know that you lost those AirPods. Um, okay, so Cocaine Bear. Uh, there's no way you can watch Cocaine Bear on the flight, is there? Unless I illegally download it, which is not a part of my plan. It's not on the top of my list either of things to watch, i got to be honest. I think it's still in theaters. It was never the number one movie. It was like number two the yeah. first week and number three the second week. Uh, but now people are trying to rip off uh, Cocaine Bear. <sighs> is that what's happening? Yeah, I I just have a theory that we're going to get cocaine every animal like in a yeah. zoo because now there's a cocaine shark. But this one is so bad. I watched the trailer for it and it looks like something that I made in my TV production class in 10th grade. Like it's so bad. So this is a movie that's coming out soon? Yes. Okay. So I'll give you just the synopsis and I know we have part of the trailer, but it says the studio Wild I is releasing a movie based on 3.2 tons of cocaine that was found in the <laughs> Pacific Ocean called Cocaine Shark. It follows the hit Cocaine Bear, which was loosely based on a real story in Alabama. Now, this movie is not going to make its way to theaters. It's going to be released digitally and on DVD on July 7th. So they're already not confident about it <laughs> oh, at all. Oh, it's horrible. All right, so this is the trailer? Yes. I was working for a kingpin named Garisco. Tons of mafia and drug money fueling his big campaign, HT25. The serum started failing, resulting in freaks of nature, horrible creatures created by its side effects. What was that? <laughs> it was the shark. Plans. Change of plans. 
Because of the lab explosion? Missing test animals? We had an accident at the lab. An explosion. <laughs> Why that cracks the remaining me up. specimens were either destroyed in the explosion or escaped. I think I saw something in the water. I think it was a shark. We had an accident in the lab. I don't know why that makes me laugh every time. It sounds like top-notch acting right there. It's so bad. If you go to the YouTube channel, though, the comments are my favorite part. Someone commented on the trailer and said they blew the whole special effects budget on actual cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the, the lab part. I mean, it's all you need is cocaine I know. and a shark. You don't need to get the lab. It's too The, the plot's uh, already too convoluted for me. Yeah. Uh, and then was that shark? growling yes <laughs> i'm telling you you have to watch the trailer because it is the craziest yeah. thing i've ever witnessed in my life i don't think sharks growl no they I, don't I and don't think so. popping out of the water was like a plush shark uh-huh. like it looked like oh. a stuffed animal it's so bad that's great all right yeah <sighs> cocaine insert whatever you want <laughs> yeah. here Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> Trending report on the way next. From the 1-800 Hurt Now Traffic Center. Q104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Thank you for being here. It's the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan is here, too. We're still wrapping up the Oscars a little bit. They say uh, about 18 million people watch the Oscars on Sunday night. Yep. Which is higher than it was last year. It's but, up 12%. But they're still saying uh, low for their standards. Right, right. Whatever that is now. I got to confess, I don't think I would watch the Oscars if I didn't have this job. Agreed. I would just, I would much prefer to be filled in the way that we're filling people in right now. Absolutely. It's like, I just want to hear the highlights. Yeah, I don't, you I don't know, need... you, you got a busy life. You don't have time to be watching three hours of the Oscars. <laughs> we'll recap it for you in two minutes. Exactly. And, and this is something that both Morgan and I saw yesterday. And I think that, I think I just stumbled across a headline that I thought that didn't match up with the video. So it was something like the most awkward red carpet interview that you'll ever see. And it was with Ashley Graham and Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. And I watched it yesterday morning. And I was like, That's, it's not as bad as, as that headline. But then I watched the video a few more times yesterday. And you know what? Now I, I think I have a problem with Hugh Grant. You changed your opinion. In this red carpet interview. So let's take you to the red carpet on Sunday night. This is Ashley Graham talking with Hugh Grant. Um, what are you most excited to see tonight? To see. Yeah, well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not, not, no, no one in particular. Okay, so he can't be ready with at least some... I mean, has he ever done a red carpet before? Well, Does he know what the kind of questions he's going to get? He can't... He can't shout out one person that he knows that yeah. he is excited about and might get an award. Well, and it's one thing if like the, if that's the answer to that question, right? But every question that she asked had that type of answer. Like, I don't know or I don't care. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was a string of like four or five questions where that was the attitude behind it. The interview continues when Ashley starts asking him, I believe, uh, about his wardrobe. What are you wearing tonight, then? Uh, just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Now, okay. 
Do they ever ask the the guys about what they're wearing? Yeah, I think they do. They, I, I thought all the guys just wore tuxes. Yeah, and, but nothing I mean, special. But they can be, you know, YSL. They could be Dolce Gabbana. They could be anything like that. So yeah, they ask. American Commodore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, okay, and and then Ashley wrapped it up by trying to ask Hugh about a movie that he was actually in in the past year, and here's how that went. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but yeah. still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay, all right. She's like, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I'm done with you. Okay, Hugh Grant, why are you in wa- walking the red carpet? Yeah. What? Do you have to walk the red carpet? I, I mean, don't think that you do. Is there a side door that you can go into, into the Dolby <laughs> Theater? Because that's the door that Hugh Grant should have gone in. Yeah, Ashley Graham did a great job, though. She remained professional. Because if it was me, I'd be like... What's your problem, dude? Like, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Yeah, I think TMZ or somebody asked her about it, and she said something like, you know, I just kill him with kindness. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't understand. Like, he he shouldn't have been on the red carpet. If he was going to walk the red carpet, he shouldn't be surprised or annoyed (laughs) that somebody stops him to talk to him. Yeah, but I actually think that this is, like, par for the course because I saw Jason Kennedy, who he used to work at E! News. I'm not sure if he still does, but he says, don't worry, Ashley Graham, he tweeted this. Don't worry, Ashley Graham. Now you see why Hugh Grant isn't one of our favorites to interview live. Well Mm. done working around his nonsense. Hashtag Oscars. So it seems like this is something he does with live interviews and not just, you know, to Ashley Graham at the Oscars. I suppose so. I mean, I I guess I can see it if he has that reputation. But at the same time, Hugh Grant endured one of the worst Hollywood scandals that you could possibly endure in his lifetime. And for him to recover from that and actually have some sort of a career, because of what happened to Hugh Grant in... The 90s happened today. He would be completely canceled. Yeah, that's completely. true. Completely. <laughs> would never make another movie again. Yep. So. You and know, people are like, oh, he's just British. I'm like, no, that's not an excuse. <laughs> it's not. A, it's like, stop using, oh, he's just British as an yeah. excuse for him to be able to be rude. Is that a stereotype? I guess so. It sounds I'm like, like one. My fiance is British and he's not a jerk. So we say, get over yourself, Hugh Grant. That's (laughs) what we say. Anyways, do you feel better now? I feel better now. I feel a little better. better. (laughs) I like to sound off when when the time is right. Uh, Cleveland Confessional, we have that coming up. We're going to hear from Aaron in Bedford. Uh, So this is kind of tricky. He's dating someone right now who has been married previously. And this person that he's dating has kids. Okay. And his... Issue is centered around that. Let's leave it at that. Okay. We've got a Cleveland confessional on the way in minutes. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it could be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional, the Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. We are still in the thick of the Lenten season right now. So these confessions are coming in. It's a good time to do it. Coming in hot. Confess your sins and see what happens after that. Uh, let's go to Aaron in Bedford this morning for today's Cleveland Confessional. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. Go ahead with your confession. All right. Uh, I want to confess, and I have to be a little careful how I say this, but I don't love my girlfriend's kid. That was you being careful? I was going to say, jeez. That was you being careful right there on on how you wanted to tell us that? I love my girlfriend's kid. See, it, kind of, it was right. very blunt. Like I, I felt like you punched me in the face. That was so blunt. Well, I, I just, I mean, I'm in, I'm in my first serious relationship since my divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I got divorced three years ago, and, um, and I'm really happy with my girlfriend. We've been together about eight months now, and, and she was married once before too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm assuming this child is with her first husband. Yeah, yeah. And uh and she's just she's just a brat. Oh gosh. What makes her a brat? Because I don't think it's I mean this from my understanding very common among 13-year-olds, right. but what specifically is your brat doing? Well, <laughs> she's always pulling the you're not my dad and you'll never be my dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not I'm not even trying you know to be her dad I'm I'm kind of just trying to you know get to get to know her a little bit better you know but uh, literally I'll be coming over to dinner and and she'll just storm around storm off just a major attitude anytime I'm around her how old is she thirteen thirteen yeah. So, I mean, she's clearly just still having a rough time with her parents' divorce and probably taking things out on you. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, but, but her mom's been divorced longer than I have. I mean, it's, it's been five years since, since their split. Oh. Mm-hmm. How has your girlfriend responded to all this? Um, her mother, the mother of the, the 13-year-old, is she stepping in? Does she realize that this is a problem? Does she know that you're uncomfortable with it? I haven't really said anything to her yet because, honestly, I don't I don't know how to approach the situation. Mm. But now that your relationship's getting a little more serious, you think that you might be getting to that point? Yeah, I'm going to have to because because it's it really messes with me, and um, I, I think it's just you know going to hinder our relationship if I don't bring it up. And I mean, you've been together for eight months, so I feel like you are entitled to have this conversation with your girlfriend. I mean, I know, like you said, it's a little awkward. How do you come out and say, I don't love your kid? Like, you don't want to say yeah. it like you said to us, but it is still a tricky, a tricky situation to navigate because you don't want to offend your girlfriend. It is her child. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know. I just, 
I, I don't know how to. I don't know what to do. Yeah, Aaron, I can't think of a topic that I'm more underqualified to answer. I know nothing about 13-year-old girls. (laughs) Yeah, two boys in the house. I'm not divorced. I don't understand. You know, I'm not dating someone with a kid that I don't know the the mother-daughter dynamic there. I certainly wouldn't want to step on anybody's toes there, and especially with the the girl's actual dad. You don't want to get him all mad either. So this is, uh, yeah, this is very sticky, but I, I'm sure that there's somebody in the audience who has gone through something similar and can provide some really good advice. So let's get to that right now. 216-474-0104. That is our new number. That is how you reach us by phone, and you can text us, too. Again, 216-474-0104. It's the Cleveland Confessional. Metro Boomin, The Weekend. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. It's 731. We're going to go right to calls here in the Cleveland Confessional. Basically, uh, Aaron in Bedford called in. He is, he's been dating someone for about eight months now. This person has a 13-year-old daughter, and I guess he is struggling to bond with that 13-year-old daughter. I mean, according to Aaron, the 13-year-old daughter pretty much, you don't want to say hates him, but she doesn't want to be around him. She wants no part of it. Let's go to Katie in Cleveland. Katie, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What advice would you give to Aaron? So much advice. But um, the biggest thing is don't don't approach the mom as in this is a big problem because the mom is going to naturally pull out the mama bear and want to defend the kid. Um, So I would approach it as what can I do? How can I what would you suggest? How can I do this? How can you know, whatever, like is an interest as opposed to overcoming a big problem. Hmm. but also, 13-year-old girls are surly. That's just what 13-year-old girls are. <laughs> so for him to go from singlehood to a 13-year-old daughter that he's never had before, and he's not a 13-year-old girl, he's never been one. I've been one. I can tell you I was no gem either. <laughs> um, so, I mean, 13-year-old girls just are like that. They're, they don't want, you know, they don't want a new parental figure. So, I mean, he really does have to tread lightly. But if he's interested in continuing the relationship, he really does like he he is going to want to like make peace with her now the whole like not liking thing she knows it mm-hmm. like the girl knows it she, kids are very perceptive and they're very intuitive and even if they can't verbalize well because you know their prefrontal cortex is not developed they just they know it so what i would suggest is that he change his attitude right from like today on interesting katie let me ask you and, and morgan this do you guys think that aaron's Jumping ahead a little too much. It's only eight months. I mean, should you wait until maybe an engagement? Those conversations well, start I don't before. Think so because you have. I mean, it sounds like Aaron is in this relationship because he's serious about it. So I don't. I don't think that a timeline matters as much as intention matters. If he is intending to be with this woman for however long the relationship lasts, whether that ends in an engagement or marriage or not. If he's serious about her, I think it's a problem that they need to overcome. Do you agree with that, Katie? Totally agree with that. Okay. Thanks for calling Q104 this morning. Appreciate it. Uh, We're going to go to Amanda in Willoughby. Now, Amanda called up and said, I can talk from this from the perspective of the 13-year-old girl. Yes. So I'm assuming, Amanda, that you grew up with uh, a divorce and, uh, and your mom dating again? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was much younger than 13. Um, but I mean, kids, like the last call I said, are super perceptive. I got very protective of my mother. Um, she was married to a very not nice guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I did not want any man in our house. And I was awful to my then stepdad. Mm-hmm. And um, he stuck it out. You know, I, I think. He truly loved my mom, and he really loved us. And, you know, he proved that he was kind of in it for the long haul. And, and actually, my uh, when I was uh, 16, he adopted me. My husband revoked his parental rights, and um, I asked my stepdad to adopt me. And we went to court, and I got adopted at 16. But another thing about, about teenagers in general, and ki- kids really, they say the things that will cut you the hardest. Mm. I'm also adopted and it's an open adoption, and I've always known that I was adopted, and I would never give up my mother for anything. But, man, if something wasn't going my way, I would be like, well, I wish you had never adopted me. Oh, yeah. And, and so kids just, they will just cut to what hurts you the most. It's like when my four-year-old says, I don't love you. Yeah. You know, they don't necessarily mean it. They're just upset. Right. And they want to hurt you. Um 13-year-olds are awful people. I know I was terrible. And, you know, maybe that's not fair to 13-year-olds. they got a lot of stuff going on that we don't really give them credit for. But, man, you know, she could just be very protective of her mom. You know, I I caught the tail end of the conversation. I don't know how the mom's previous relationship ended. Um, And also... um, Oh, gosh, I lost my train of thought. I think you had great points. No, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the therapy this week uh, on the show has been tremendous. Uh, Absolutely. And and, and I was in therapy, too, as a kid. I absolutely hated it, but, um, you know, I think it helped. And just having that discussion of I'm not trying to be your dad, I care about your mom, I care about you, and, you know, I want to try and make this work. But. You know, this kid may just be testing to make sure that you're in for the long haul because she doesn't want another upset in her family tree. She doesn't want to have to change everything again. Yeah, yeah. great Thank point. You. Thank you for the insight, Amanda. Yeah, I don't know why kids have that superpower. They, they can cut you. They truly can. To the core. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think uh, the sentiment then for Aaron is if you really love this person that you're dating, uh, stick it out. Yeah. Stick it out. She I won't think. be 13 forever. That's no. for sure. All right. Uh, Hollywood Dirty. We're going to get to that next. Yes. What do you got coming up? I mean, a big announcement yesterday. Some big artists coming to the land and we have tickets for you. I'll give you more details next. Ooh. Who's the smartest suburb in Cleveland? Your suburb is counting on you. It's the Battle of the Burbs on Q104. All right, our players are here. Morgan is ready with your four questions, so let's go. Yeah, we have Hudson, Cuyahoga Falls, West Lake, and West Park getting ready to rep for their city, kicking things off today in Hudson. It's Megan. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. How are the roads out in Hudson? Totally fine. Oh, cool. That's totally good. Fine. All right, your city of Hudson has eight wins. We're going for win number nine. Are you ready to play? Let's do it. All right. Question number one. How many original colonies were in the United States? Thirteen. That is correct. Question number two. Which bird is often associated with delivering babies? Stork. Today is known as Pi Day 3.14. In math, what comes after the four? 3.147. 
It's not seven, oh. but I love the commitment to the guests, Megan. Let's go to Brenda in Cuyahoga Falls. Brenda, good morning. Good morning. Your city of Cuyahoga Falls has two wins, going for win number three. You ready to play Battle of the Burbs? Yes. Question number one. How many original colonies were in the United States? Thirteen. Which bird is often associated with delivering babies? The stork. Today is known as Pi Day 3.14. In math, what comes after the four? Nine. Not nice. Sorry. Let's go to Cindy in West Park. Cindy, good morning. Good morning. 37 wins for your city. Are you ready to play? Yes. Question number one. How many original colonies were in the United States? 13. Which bird is often associated with delivering babies? A stork. Today is known as Pi Day. That's 3.14. In math, what comes after the four? One five. Yes, that is correct. We would take just one. All right, for the win, Cindy and West Park. Jesse Palmer is now the host of The Bachelor, but he was once The Bachelor himself. In what year was Jesse Palmer The Bachelor? Um, 2020. Sorry, it's not 2020. Let's go to Brittany in Westlake. Brittany, good morning. Good morning. Are you a big Bachelor fan, Brittany? Uh, (laughs) your city of Westlake has 18 wins all four questions are out there here's to hoping you can get all four of them right are you ready to play yep okay question number one how many original colonies were in the United States 13 which bird is often associated with delivering babies stork today is known as pi day 3.14 in math what comes after the four one Jesse Palmer is now the host of The Bachelor, but he was once The Bachelor himself. In what year was Jesse Palmer The Bachelor? 2004. 2004. Brandy, I was giving you lots of time to maybe Google or phone a friend or do whatever you had to do, but we're not going to ask any questions, okay? <laughs> okay. Congratulations. That's win number 19 for the city of Westlake. Tell everyone listening who made you a winner. Q104. Q104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. You've got the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan. It's Bill Ryan. Uh, Morgan is engaged to be married. I am, yes. And someday you're going to get married. Someday I am, yes. It's going to happen. There's a lot of things. Uh, David is from uh, South Africa. Yes. So there's uh, lots of visa things going on. And lots of red tape. They're working that out. So we're, we're looking forward to that uh, to that upcoming wedding. But also, uh, and I don't want to assume too much, Morgan, but I'm going to assume that someday you're going to want kids. Yeah, potentially. Someday. I mean, it's it's... Obviously, down the road. I mean, yes. there's lots of other things that happen to have, have to happen first, but but you want kids someday. Yeah, maybe just one. <laughs> maybe a kid. Because I would like to pass along some parenting advice, some okay. parenting wisdom for the future. Something that you can you can file away and then someday know this. Okay. And and here's the wisdom I want to pass along to you. If you decide that you're going to punish your kids. If you're going to ground your kids for Mm -hmm. something that they do, get ready because what you're really doing is punishing yourself. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> here's, here's what happened uh, the other night, actually. This was Sunday night, uh, Oscar night, because I, I watched the Oscars till about 9.30. Uh, I went to bed. Uh, obviously, we have an early wake-up call, so I wanted to get a good night's sleep. Paula had already gone to bed for the night. So it's around 10.15, and I feel... At that point, I hear and feel like the ceiling is going to collapse oh, upon no. me. <laughs> Who's jumping around up there? And so I, you know, I, I exaggerate, you know, and, and get out of bed, you know, like, oh, hopping like and this. puffing, right, right, stomp right. Through the house, stomp <laughs> up the stairs. And I go up there, and Will and Drew are playing soccer, legit soccer <laughs> upstairs. At 10 o'clock? Yes, they're having like a little soccer ma- match and kicking the soccer ball around in the house. And so I'm like, that's it. You're both grounded tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No electronics, no TV. And that came back to bite me yesterday because they have nothing to do. Right. So they- you have to now occupy them. Yes. Now I'm their cruise director. <laughs> no, you don't have to occupy them. That's the point of them being grounded. They're like, Dad, we're so bored. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? And Tough I'm like, luck. Figure it out on your own. Read a book. Draw, draw some pictures. Do something. And so I ended up having to play Monopoly last night with the family. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just punishing myself when I punish them. I, that's that's the wisdom I want to pass along okay, to you. Well, Watch out for that trap I someday. have a couple years to figure out what I need to do when I ground my future children. Yes. Uh, okay, so this article came out the other day. And I think a lot of people were surprised to see this, that Cleveland is the best area for tipping. Number one? We're the best tippers in America. I think some people disagree with this. We want to get into this coming up in less than 10 minutes. Waking up. Getting you up and going. Waking up. With hit after hit. Rise and shine. After hit. Waking up Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. Miley Cyrus on Q104. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill Ryan. So if you work in the restaurant industry right now or the service industry, we want to hear from you because this article dropped last week. By the way, our new phone number is 216-474-0104. In this article, it comes from... um, well, restaurant software firm Toast. Oh, okay. Uh, well, they did the. Uh, they didn't write the article, but they did the research. Uh, they determined, uh, and and they had a variety of different ways that they did this, but they determined what city in America is the best for tipping, and the city and whoever wrote this article had trouble hiding their sarcasm here. I'll just read it directly from the article. The city that comes in first may be surprising. I mean. I live here, and it's surprising. It's Cleveland, Ohio. Is this the first time Cleveland has ever gotten number one on a list of something positive? Well, that's true. If I if I had 100 guesses, I would have never guessed that tipping would be the one where we lead the, the nation. I know. It's normally like most depressed, loneliest, whatever, all these bad things. But number one best tippers in the nation? That's according to Toast. Okay. The restaurant software firm. Uh, they say we average 20%. Yes. Uh, Denver at number two. San Francisco is number three. Uh, I guess what we want to know is if you work in the restaurant industry or the service industry, do you believe that's accurate? And I think I'd be interested to know what is the worst tip you've ever received? What is the best tip you've ever received? The most generous tip that you've ever received? received uh working in uh, in a restaurant yeah 
216-474-0104. Let's talk about this. Are we the best tippers in America? Is it true? Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. It's 831. We're talking about tipping this morning because there's this article that came out and said that Cleveland is number one in the country for tipping. And that's according to Toast, which is a restaurant software company. And and they did all the research and they've got ways to know this. We just want to find out, do you think that's true? Do you work in the service industry, in the restaurant industry? Do you believe that Cleveland is the best place for tippers? Uh, So let's go to Natalia. Uh, right now. Natalia, you said you're on your way to work right now? Yep. Okay. And we're not going to say where you work. Because yeah, but we- you do work in the restaurant industry. I do. I work at a restaurant. I serve there, and I'm a cashier. Okay. Do you believe that that Cleveland is number one for for tipping in America? I mean, it honestly surprised me, but because I work with Toast, I kind of feel like it's set up that way. You know, most people tip 20%, but the way ours is set up is 18, 20, and then 22%. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, a lot of people do hit 22%, which as a server, I always love. But um, the majority hit 20%. I do notice, like, if I have a customer that ate in the restaurant and then they want to take takeout food, they're definitely more prone to hit 18%. Versus 20% because they realize they're tipping on the carryout as well. Right. Um, then you definitely have your people that there is a custom tip button. And unfortunately, they like to hit the custom tip button. And sometimes it doesn't always work out in your favor. But other times it does. So um, I just think that toast overall for some people, like in my restaurant in particular, we have a lot of older clientele. And toast is just a little complicated for them. So depending on where you work... I think that, you know, toast kind of sets you up to be a good tipper. Um, (laughs) But I'm happy to hear that Cleveland was number one. You know, I don't know if it's because I work in the service industry. I know I'm a good tipper and I tip extra. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, you get a lot of experience with good tippers and bad tippers as a server. So I've had people stiff me and then I've had people leave me a couple hundred dollars. So. All right, Natalia. Uh, thank you for, for calling in this morning. Yeah, it's that technology. Yeah, I can tell you my parents have no idea how to use it. No idea how to use it. You know my what? parents aren't old. I haven't had this problem in a restaurant, but I'm thinking about the place that I go get the, the kids uh, where I get their haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say it is because I, I don't want to call them out or anything. It, it, not that there's a, they're doing anything wrong or suspicious or anything like that. But um, I think that the boy's haircut is like $18. Mm-hmm. And then when you put in the credit card and you you enter all the information, it allows you to add the tip, but it'll say, do you want to tip $7, $8, $9? And it starts at 7 Yeah. Which is more than 20% on an $18 haircut. Oh, is it? Right? (laughs) Interesting. I mean, I can't do the math, but then you can do it custom, but then I have to hit so many more buttons. Right, right. The technology (laughs) is tricking us, that's for sure. And so it's just easier for me to hit 7 Yeah. So, I feel you. I'm with you. Seven dollars every time. But like I said, they're not they're not doing anything wrong. If I wanted to, I could go in there and change it. It's just that I'm I'm just too lazy yeah, to do it. Yeah, we're too lazy. Yeah. So <laughs> whose right. fault is that? T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.